He went home to Shemaim, to heaven. He's in the heavens. He's with the Lord right now. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, right? He's conscious. He's alive. He's in the presence of the, of the Lord in Shemaim right now. He's at 86, and he knew Yeshua, thank God, as a, as a Jewish man. So uh, it's, it's so important. So that's part one. Part two, look at the second part of this chapter now. Second part, verses 13 through 27. The next day, Moses sat to judge the people. So this is the very next day. They stood around Moses from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw that he did for the people, what he, that, that he did for the people, he said, what's going on here? What are you doing? The people, why do you sit yourself alone and with all the people standing around from morning until evening? Moses said to his father-in-law, it's because they need me. <laughs> They all need me. The people come to me to inquire of God. When they have an issue, it comes to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor. And so I make them understand God's statutes and his laws. But Moses' father-in-law said to him, what you're doing, he said, lotov, lotov, not good, not good. He said, you will burn out. You will surely wear yourself out as well as these people who are with you because the task is too heavy for you. You can't do it alone by yourself. Now listen to my voice. I'll give you advice, and may God be with you. You represent the people before God and bring the cases to God. Enlighten them. So we're not replacing you, Moses, but... You're going to do, you represent the people before God, bring the case, enlighten them, teach them the statutes and laws, and show them the way by which they must walk and the work they must do. But you should seek out capable men out of all the people, men who fear God, men of truth who hate bribery. Three, three aspects here. Appoint them to be rulers over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Let them judge the people all the time. Let every major case be brought to you, but every minor case they can judge for themselves. Make it easier for yourself as they bear the burden with you. If you do this thing as God so commands, you then will be able to stand. <laughs> You'll be able to endure. Pretty simple. You'll be able to stand. You'll be able to, that's what Hebrew words, amad. You'll be able to stand, and all these people will go to their places in shalom. So Moses listened. That's such a great verse. He listened. Vayishma uh, Moshe. He listened. He heard. And it's Shema, to hear and to heed. Am I open enough to listen? All right. So Moses listened to his father-in-law, did everything he said. Moses chose capable men out of all Israel, and he made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, hundreds, fifties, ten. They judged the people all the time. The hard cases they brought to Moses, such the small matters, judged themselves. Moses let his father-in-law depart, and they went on, he, he went on his way to his own land. We all have blind spots, right? right. Or just me. God can use you, Yitro, to help a Moses. And God can speak to you, Moses, through a Yitro. God can speak through you to another's blind spot. And God can speak to your blind spot through another. 
speaking a word in season to him who is weary, Isaiah 50, verse 4, speaking the truth in love, Ephesians 4, 15, do it in love. And we need to have ears to hear, ears to hear, Matthew eleven fifteen, listening to others. Proverbs 12, 15 says, a fool's way is right in his own eyes, but the wise listen to advice. Here it is the next day in verse 13. God uses a brand new believer. God uses, can, can use a brand new believer, and perhaps one with a very sinful background in this case. Now, I remember when I was chaplain of a mission ship in my young ministry years in the Caribbean, some of my best advice came through Dr. K. He was a brand new Korean believer. He was a veterinarian. And he'd become a, he would just come to know the Lord before the trip. And he was so on fire for the Lord, he would give me the best advice sometimes. And it was right, right on, and I needed it. This new believer in this case has the spirit to discern and could be used by God to serve and advise. Yitro, why are you working yourself to death, he said, basically. Moses says, because they need me. But Moses listens and we need to be able to listen. Through the, though the rabbis disagree as to Yitro's position in Midian before, whether he was a priest or a prince, he's said to have been the high priest of all idolatries, the leading idolater. But then later, after returning from his visit with Moses, it's said that he proclaimed that the, that the worship of an idol was foolish and the Midianites excommunicated him. So he was persecuted for his faith. Now, it's legend. It's not, we don't, it's not scripture. It's legend. We don't know, but maybe that's what happened. Persecuted for his faith after he becomes a believer, which we see right here. Question for you and I. Have you been persecuted for your faith? Have you had to pay a price for following Yeshua? By the way, when you go to places that, where people don't know, do you hide your faith? Or are you, I don't mean you have to preach to everybody, because you be who you're living, we're living letters, right? We're Chaim Ketubim in 2 Corinthians 3.2. We sometimes, we demonstrate hopefully by our lives, and then hopefully people sometimes inquire and those opportunities come. You know, we're wise and, and we, about how we, depends on our, where we are. And if we're, it's our work, we do our work well, and that's our testimony and opens up opportunities for. But do you hide your faith because you're ashamed, because you're afraid, because you don't want people to find out you're a believer? Shame on you if that's the case. Don't hide your faith. I, have you had to pay a price for following Yeshua? I hope so. I hope so. What did you have to lose? Who scorned you? Who mocked you? Who left you alone? Were you left totally alone because of your faith? Because of, I hope so. I hope that happened to you. Because you'll grow. That's how we grow. That's how we learn to depend upon God and really become strong in him and depend upon his word and grow strong, right? I thank God for the, the, the stuff I went through as a young believer where people, where I experienced a lot of that, and I'm not going to, I won't go into it right now, but I thank God for the stuff I had to go through that made me know what I really believed and if, if it was really true and I had to, had to survive, and I, and I thank God. Yitro is the first recorded management consultant. How does he, 
have the nerve to give Moses advice. Moses had communed with God face to face. Imagine it. Moses had enacted the most powerful miracles ever seen on earth. What could Yitro offer to Moses? And why should Moses take him seriously? What could this great man of God learn from this former idolater? What insight from a former idolatrous priest? Don't limit the Lord. Don't be intimidated by your lack of experience or pedigree. God can use you. God wants to use you. Don't limit him. Don't ever be intimidated. Yitro gives Moses his advice. He wisely references the Lord in it. Refers to the Lord. He's humble before Moses, courageous. We see Moses' humility. Moses says in Numbers 12, 3, was the most humble man on the earth, meekest man on the earth, in that he not only listens to Yitro's counsel, but he readily implements it. We need to have the humility before God to be able to learn from everyone. Indeed, from anyone. As someone has said, our livelihoods will likely depend upon it. And may I say, our health will likely also. Rather than collapse under the load, share the load. Rather than wear out and burn out, give out. Distribute. Moses would oversee. He would lead. He would instruct and delegate. They didn't replace him, but they assisted him and absorbed much of the weight of ministry. This was the establishment of Israel's judiciary. Moses further implements this later as the population grew, employing others to help govern and handle legal disputes. In, number, in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 9 through 16, the requirements were God, those three requirements, God first men. That's what I'll, how I phrase it. God first men. They feared God. God first men. They put God for trustworthy men, men of truth, and incorruptible men. They weren't, couldn't be bribed. They, were incorru- they couldn't be corrupted. But in Deuteronomy 113, it says they were wise. They were to be wise and discerning men who were known to their tribes. God needs men and women of character and of competence. Men and women of character and of competence. Character is first. And then also competence is important. Moses chose them and he appointed them here, but he had the people choose them. He had the people choose them, and then he appointed them in the latter account in Deuteronomy 1. It's interesting. Two different accounts. Both records are different from the one in Numbers 11, where Adonai Adonai initiates to Moses to gather 70 elders of Israel whom he knew, knows well to the, to the tent of meeting and takes of the spirit that's upon Moses and puts it upon them so they can bear the burden of the people with him. Numbers 11. Here in, verse, in chapter 18 he says, identify, chaza. Let's say chaza, the word chaza. Chaza, see, discern. Identify, see, discern. See with God's eyes those who have character, and capacity to lead and serve. And in verse 23, then you'll be able to stand. You'll have the strength to stand. As I said in Acts 6, there's a parallel, somewhat parallel incident in some ways in the Brit Hadashah, the New Covenant, 
not help needed to judge, but to serve the needs. And, event, and this eventuates in the great Stephen, the first messianic Jewish martyr of the faith, being selected out of that group. And he becomes how, how great a portion in the book of Acts, all, all Acts chapter 7. What a story. So, Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful story, this reunion, this mutually beneficial visit. Lord, help us to see with your eyes, to have, to see, to discern. Help us to say what you want us to say, a word in season, a word from you in love, truth in love. Help us to listen, most of all, be willing to listen and hear from it, to receive wise counsel from whatever source, whatever you choose. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. We need your help to do that. All of these things, we can't do it in ourselves. Help us to be singular focused on you, Lord. Help us to not be divided all over the place. To be faithful. Be men and women of chesed ve'emet emunah. Chasidim, emunim. We love you and we praise you. If you've never trusted Yeshua and made that decision to, to give your life to him, this would be the perfect time to do it. It's just a simple step. You can pass from death to life. Say, Lord, save me. Lord, I thank you for delivering me. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for sending Yeshua, Jesus, Jesus the Messiah, to die for me. Thank you for loving me. Forgive me. Wash me. Give me a new start. And if you're praying that prayer, please let us know. There'll be someone, people right here to come up to pray with you, someone to pray with you afterwards. If you're watching online, please contact us. We'll contact you back. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar HaShalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. In the name of Yeshua, our our Messiah, the ruler of peace. Amen. Shabbat Shalom.